Park Hopping Podcast number 80, Half the Fun. There's lots of important things to say. This is not art. Coming up next in our show. This is not media. First, the news. This is not news. Now, welcome back to the show. This is another crappy podcast production. Celebrating over 12 years of posting Disney stuff on the internet. This is another crappy podcast production. Hey, if you've driven anywhere near Disney World, you've probably seen all those places advertising cheap or even free theme park tickets and thought they were scams or there had to be some kind of catch. Well, I can't speak for all of them, but I know at least one place that isn't a scam, though there is a catch. You can get four days and three nights in a luxury resort for 99 bucks. The catch? They're going to give you a 90-minute presentation that'll probably take closer to three hours, but it'll save you a ton of money. Go to DisneyFans.com secret for the details. Hi there, this is Alan from DisneyFans.com, and this is the Park Hopping Podcast, show number 80, the podcast that proves anyone can have their own podcast. Welcome back to the Park Hopping Podcast, recorded live, but isn't everything recorded live? Right here in Des Moines, Iowa, Midwest, USA. Previously on the Park Hopping Podcast, we spent some time talking to Werner Weiss of Yesterland.com, Yesterland is one of the coolest Disneyland history sites on the entire internet, and I highly recommend it to anyone with any interest at all in Disney theme parks, which I think might be you. So check it out, yesterland.com, and tell them Alan sent you. Oh, and speaking of people telling other people stuff, Jonathan wrote in to tell me, quote, it goes without saying that we certainly want more from Werner in the future, end quote. That's cool, so do I. And Brian wrote, quote, Count me among those who would love to hear Werner again any time you can have him on. Yesterland is my favorite website of all time. In fact, when I met Werner, I told him, You're the reason I bought a computer, not only for his fantastic Yesterland content, but also for his link pages, which were an awesome addition to his site. Much easier than digging through search results at one of those old-time search sites. End quote. Hmm. I wonder how Brian found Yesterland if he didn't have a computer. Surely Brian wasn't using his work computer for non-work-related web surfing. Were you, Brian? Huh? Oh, and by the way, Brian is host to his own Disney podcast called Mousin' It Up, and it turns out he maintains a pretty interesting blog over at bigbrian-nc.livejournal.com. We chatted back and forth about Yester Disney stuff and had fun exchanging links of Disney shrubbery pictures. I guess, don't ask, you just had to be there. Anyway, go check out his site, and amazingly enough, Brian didn't even plug it in his email. So good job, Brian, you get an anti-ego point for that, and that's pretty rare in the potosphere. So if you have any other comments about Werner, please send them in to podcast at DisneyFans.com. Today on the Park Hopping Podcast, we're going to start park hopping once again, this time back out to Florida for some October Walt Disney World action. And we're going to revisit a topic that brought in a number of comments, many of which I've already shared with you over the past few episodes, namely getting into the Magic Kingdom. And uh, by that I don't mean buying a ticket, I mean like driving there or taking the ferry or the uh, monorail or whatever. I think I first touched on this subject in episode 51, the one called Florida Sunshine, where I played some ferry boat and monorail audio, which I think was recorded in 1999. 
At the time, my main focus was more about the feeling I got when first experiencing the wonders of that monorail back in the 70s, and how I wondered if modern audiences thought it was still as cool and unique. If you're curious and have 20 minutes of your life you don't mind never getting back, check out Park Hopping Podcast number 51, still available right here in this feed. But today, on Park Hopping Podcast number 80, I thought I'd dig out some audio from October 2007. This will serve as a link between my extended transportation topic and Halloween. Now, how's that for an abrupt subject change? For the past few weeks, at least ever since we got done with Renaissance and Pirate Festivals in September, um, I've been very busy doing work for a local haunted house event, mostly custom sound effects and their TV commercials. You can find the commercials I've made for them over the past three years on my YouTube channel, but don't expect much. I mean, they're commercials after all. You can also find a 32-episode video podcast. Uh, You can find the videos in iTunes as well, including the first one from 2008 that I just posted last night. Needless to say, I've been pretty busy, but it's gotten me really thinking about Halloween stuff, which in turn got me thinking about my experiences at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party back in 2006, which in turn made me realize I had hours of high-definition video from that event, which I'd never even looked at, which in turn made me look at it. You see where this is going? So tonight I started importing some of that video and I realized I had yet another bit of Disney transportation that I hadn't really thought much about, mostly because I tend to get really lucky when it comes to parking close to the park entrances. That is, I'm talking about the parking lot tram. On Thursday night, October 4th, 2007, at around 7 p.m., Actually, I'm, I'm not sure what time zone that was. My camera could still have been set to central time. Anyway, at 7 p.m. somewhere, I was park hopping from whatever Disney park I'd been at earlier in the day back over to the Magic Kingdom to spend the evening at the hard-ticketed Halloween event. This caused me to have to park far enough away that I had to ride the parking lot tram, and it sounded something like this. All right, Till 2.30 a.m. tonight. 
Welcome back and welcome to the Transportation and Ticket Center. That tram ride was only about three minutes long, which makes me realize that taking the tram really doesn't add too much time to getting into the park. Huh. I guess it could if you were parked way in the back and had to wait a while for the tram to come by, but I usually don't park where the tram even stops. Now let me explain. If you're a AAA Auto Club member, there's a special parking section at the Magic Kingdom that is as close as you can possibly get to the TTC without having a medical parking pass. Those folks can park right up there, then just walk down the rest of the row of medical parking, down a sidewalk and under a bridge that the trams pass through, and then up towards the ticket booths. That walk seems kind of long, but it only takes a few minutes, and since you're going to be walking many miles once you're inside the park, a little bit extra is probably not going to hurt. And if you're not a AAA member and you can't park there, well, I guess maybe it's not too bad, since in this case, uh, it looks like using Disney transportation is pretty quick and efficient, since unlike the buses, the tram won't be making a half dozen stops before dropping you off. So, to the AAA club members out there, be sure to bring your membership card with you on your next trip and ask to park in the diamond lot, or be prepared to take the tram, or walk a really, really long way. I really don't like the tram myself much, but that's from past experiences. Remind me to tell you about the time they wouldn't drop me off where I actually parked, or the stories I've heard about them running only one tram on seemingly busy days. Ah, good times. But we're not quite done with transportation yet. Here is the October monorail ride, recorded almost 10 years after the last one I presented to you in episode 51. And I want you to notice that the spiel is customized for the time of year, and it actually mentions the Mickey party. So I'll see you on the other side. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express monorail, your high 
highway in the sky to the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrail throughout our journey and stay clear of the door. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. We invite you to live your Disney dreams like never before during the year of a million dreams. A first-of-its-kind event celebrating the power of dreams and the dream-making magic of our cast members. Wishes that you once thought impossible just might come true during the year of a million dreams. In addition to new shows and attractions, our calendar is filled with all sorts of special events and seasonal entertainment. And each October, the Magic Kingdom has a holiday treat in store for you at our entertainment spectacular, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. We are entering Disney's Contemporary Resort, where you can start your day with Chef Mickey's character breakfast on the Grand Canyon Concourse. Ladies and gentlemen, we are currently holding for further traffic clearance. Once the monorail in front of us moves a safe distance away, we will resume our forward motion. Please remember to stay clear of all automatic doors. If you're standing, please continue to hold on to the silver handbrake. Thank you. While your group is together, now is a great time to pick a place to meet if you become separated in the park. As you approach the entrance, please keep your party together and have your tickets ready.
Just hearing that audio gives me tingles, taking me back to that night, knowing I was about to have a few extra hours in the Magic Kingdom with a special Halloween castle show, special Halloween parade, special Halloween fireworks, special Halloween free candy, and special Halloween character meet-at-greets, as well as other special Halloween entertainment. So I guess you kind of have an idea of what we're going to be doing the next few episodes. So I, I hope you like candy. Oh, and by the way, those nights are the weirdest times to ride the monorail. People are allowed to come dressed up in Halloween costumes, and the line to the monorail was just loaded with Jack Sparrows and other wannabe Disney characters. I have tons of pictures from those parties in 2006 and 2007 at my site, DisneyFans.com, and, and you got to see it. It was, it was really trippy. I kind of felt out of place not being dressed up myself on the monorail, but... I never would have thought about packing a Halloween costume for a Disney World trip, but maybe I will next time. Oh, and speaking of next times, the next time you're there, be sure to take an extra picture, shoot some extra video, because you really never know when something you like, love, or hate is going to go away and never be around again. And on that note, I think it'll do it for me this time, so be sure to visit DisneyFans.com, where you can browse around 53,000 digital pictures I've taken at Disneyland, Disney World, and other theme parks across the country, as well as dozens of downloadable video files from the Disney parks. If you want to drop me a note, my email address is podcast at DisneyFans.com, and I'd love to hear from you. This has been the Park Hopping Podcast, show number 80, Half the Fun. Thanks for listening. Another Crappy Podcast production. Be sure to visit anothercrappypodcast.com to learn more about this and other equally exciting podcasts. 
Hey, there's still time to win a 2009 model Toyota Yaris Liftback. It's a cute little car that gets an EPA-estimated 36 miles per gallon on the highway. Visit toyotaliveweb.com and register to win, but hurry, contest closes October 15th. Read official rules at toyotaliveweb.com. Okay, basically I believe that no one is going to be listening after an ad starts playing at the end of a podcast episode. That everyone will just hit next and skip to the next podcast on their list. Which means I can hide stuff at the end of these episodes now. For instance, I can play the audio for the Halloween commercial I just did. And then you can email me and let me know if it actually has anything to do with Disney. At least in an indirect, roundabout way. Let me know. Podcast at DisneyFans.com Every year about this time, strange things start happening around Sleepy Hollow. Spend the evening, if you dare, at Sleepy Hollow's Haunted Screen Park. Three updated haunted houses, new Convict Island Haunted Walk, Halloween Hayride, and a fog maze and 3D gallery, plus food, live music, and an arcade. Enjoy free games and activities while avoiding lines with our reservation system. It's all night fright for one low price. No scare option available. Sleepy Hollow Sports Park, 4051 Dean Avenue.